0: Today's episode is brought to you by The Northman, an action-filled epic from visionary director Robert Eggers with an all-star cast that includes Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Anya Taylor-Joy, Ethan Hawke, Bjork, and Willem Dafoe. Witness the rise of The Northman as he discovers that fate has no mercy. The Northman is only in theaters April 22nd. Visit thenorthmanfilm.com to learn more. How's everybody doing? Welcome to another edition of Weekly Games Chat. This is episode 340 of this fine podcast. My name is Sean. Uh, And yeah, we talk about video games every week. But when I say we, we have more people. We're we're short one again this week. Update on that real soon. But we do have my homie. Who's that? Who's here? Who is he talking about? I'll well, tell you right now, this guy does not wear button-ups that are iron every show. This guy rocks T-shirts, and he's got cool stuff behind him, like a Lego Nintendo set. And I'm talking about Chris. What's up? How I've are you doing, sir? I've actually
1: got a lot of crap behind me from from my escapades over the past weekend that I haven't quite tidied up yet, because I just had no time, and and because I was going around Midgard all weekend... Instead of doing what I should have been doing, which is tidying up, right? You know, right.
0: <laughs> I mean, sometimes, sometimes it bees like that. I had a, uh, you know, Christmas was not too long ago and I got the hookup on, I had, I had a fake, I don't, I, I don't know how to call them fake. They're not fake trees. What do people call them? Whatever. I had one in my foyer that looked like a snowman and it's like my tree. I'm responsible for it. Mm-hmm. And the box that I had gotten it in. Uh, was just kind of, it's time to replace the box. So I found one of those tree bags, the reusable one, so you could stuff your tree in and put it up. We were going to put it up in the attic. I'm saying all this because that tree, you know, for cleaning up, and picking up, that thing sat in the four-year hallway yeah. until like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, artificial. There you go. And uh, you hear me say, oh, yeah. It's not because Chris is holding up a sign that says artificial. It's because we are live on twitch.tv Shout out to all of the uh, Richards and, uh, what do we call, uh, Richettes? Is that what we, yeah, uh, tuning in, whether it be live now or on the replay. And, uh, yeah, artificial trees, not fake trees, artificial. Good good correction there. So uh, the uh, if you're watching on Twitch, you notice that one of us is live. And obviously, if you're just listening, I didn't introduce John. Uh, we do need thoughts and prayers uh, that we do so well from time to time. Uh John uh sent me a message. I don't know if you knew first Chris. He sent uh, me About the same time and yeah. he said uh no indication before this. Uh but John has quit the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> John let us know that he hadn't been feeling well and he actually he tasted uh tasted Jesus. He probably <laughs> hasn't tasted anything cuz he's covid positive. Yeah, Uh, but I asked him beforehand if it was okay to share it with you guys. He said yes, and he would welcome all the thoughts and prayers. Um, So no, John, this week we did kind of get to see him in my personal discord uh, where me, Chris and everybody kind of hang out. And he hopped in before the show and you could tell he didn't feel the best.
1: Yeah, I talked to him Uh, on the phone and it was like I could tell. I think he he understood if he came and did this today, there would be a lot of uh, grunts and, you know, coughs right you know that he just can't control right now so do you
0: remember uh yeah and and like you said he just didn't sound yeah do you remember i I was a couple years ago i did a show and i was pretty sick
1: Mm -hmm. where i was
0: like when we were doing it in person i was like struggling i was coughing i don't know how i got through that show or how that wasn't rona but it was before it was invented uh and you know we do this from time to time too if we see a and if it fits if we see a first-time chat from a viewer on Twitch, we're going to say what's up. So welcome uh, to That's My Chair. Uh, you did not miss why John isn't moving because <laughs> we have a still picture. Uh, and and thank you for the uh, thoughts and prayers. And you're letting us know that you're a longtime listener. Ooh. You just got the alert. So it'd be cool to forever for whatever amount of time you can hang out. That's what's up. Last week, for whatever reason, Chris kind of let me know that the alerts from Twitch weren't working.
1: Someone let us know. He has no know. idea why. Yeah. Yeah, somebody let us know. Internet, I don't know. I don't control these things. Sometimes it bees like
0: that. We can't blame it on Chris's new computer uh, because that doesn't have to do with that. But Chris does, in fact, have some new computer components. I do. So there's been some tweaking this week. and I'm. <laughs> it was so funny. I don't know if you guys keep up with uh, how much your computer is using at the time you do anything. But Chris starts to show he's got 47 things going, uh, video, recording, Discord, like all kind of stuff, right? And he's like, is that like 0.2% computer usage? This is great.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're hovering up to now, I guess, since we're on the screen and everything, and therefore it's putting two videos up. Yeah. We're up to uh, 1.6% of my total nice. CPU. <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah, but Chris was awesome. He, he decided to get some of these components because they were available and he wanted to. Mm. Uh, and he's a grown man and he does what he wants. Uh, But some of them, it kind of, they they were waiting on, the the optimal plan would have been to wait on everything to get here. I don't know what ended up happening. I'll tell you why in a minute. Did you end up waiting? Chris was going to, he was going to basically take the stuff out of one PC, put it together for the new PC, but the new PC didn't have its case yet. So then he was going to take everything out again to put it in the new case. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know. And all that stuff, but hey, I ended up the the reason I didn't see it happen live is I ended up going up to Tennessee, so uh, Dark Shadows Tennessee, Darksiders Tennessee, uh, for a cheer competition. And you know, you go you go up on one of these things, right? And it's already a cheer comp, but then you throw in this has been going on for a few years now, Corona, yeah, and you're like, oh my, there's now you're stressed for that. And then on top of this trip, Chris, this was going to be in that part of the world. Um basically a snowstorm that they're not really used to getting in that part of the country. And it was crazy seeing all these alerts. They ended up moving our competition on the second day up mm. so everybody could get out of there. Yeah. It's crazy. And and I gotta tell you, uh did you did we get any snow in Columbus? Did, did you see we any? did.
1: We did have like, you know, none of it stuck, but we had about a hour or so of just consistent flurries coming down. I wonder, you know, one, one has to wonder Mm -hmm.
0: had it not rained so much prior to the snow, if it would have stuck a little bit, it probably would have,
1: it was, I think it was still technically too warm for it to stick. Cause like for it to stick. yeah, Yeah. I think it's gotta be like 32 degrees or something like that for it to actually stick. But I did see, like, I had some friends, um, who went a little bit more North, like that were either in Pine Mountain or, um, LJ, Georgia had a friend who went there for the weekend, and you know, wasn't expecting they just got a cabin, and all of a sudden, you know, they had like two inches of snow on the ground. So yeah, it's it's like, like, hey,
0: that's fun. Uh, I want to say this out loud. This is a Twitch comment. Uh, It's from D White Dynamite, but I know John will listen to the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, So D White says, "Dad just got it last week. Thankfully, he's all caught up with the shot, so he was able to knock it out over the course. I'm sorry, over the weekend. Hoping the same course for John. So there you go, John. Uh, We know you're listening, and and get well soon." Yes. And good, good good luck, bro. You got this for sure. Um, I saw over the weekend as well, Chris, I don't know if you did. You know, we had mentioned the day that it happened, uh, Betty White had passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but She would have been 100 years old on the 17th. So as we record, that was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we recorded on the 18th. You guys are going to hear it on the 19th. But she would have been 100. And what a life she lived, right? That's pretty, pretty good. It's like she
1: was like, you know what? hundred is just a little too <laughs> presumptuous. Like tap- I'm tapping out. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> nine, nine. I'm cool. Uh, and it, it didn't come out until I think maybe yesterday
0: or today. Uh, the One of the final pictures that her caretaker took of her. And she looked healthy. She looked fine. It wasn't like she was, you mm-hmm. know, decrepit and like on a ventilator. She was. Yeah. She looked like Betty White, but older. I mean, and it's funny because <laughs> I watch her in our house. The Golden Girls is on like repeat because they come on the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, Uh, and my 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 wife, your wife, loves the Hallmark Channel. So on on in the TV in the bedroom, it's I wake up to the Golden Girls. Thank you for being. I'm like, oh my goodness, here we go, (laughs) here we go. Chris, have you seen those new? Uh, now you don't really go out like and look for these things like I do. Uh, Probably not. But have you seen the new Lay's chips? No, they, uh, they're called layers. So it's the iconic flavors that lays is known for sour cream and onion, uh, cheddar, vinegar and salt, uh, things like that. But the chip isn't a chip. It looks kind of circularly like, uh, so we had a local, uh, brand called Tom's and Tom's had these things called nacho rings. Yeah. Picture like a puffy, puffy thing that literally could fit over your finger. And they tasted like nacho cheese. These kind of look like that, except for they got like a a swirly cadoodle thing in the middle. Uh, I tasted them. Uh, I tasted the cheddar ones. Are you a fan of cheddar chips? I don't think you are because you don't like cheese, right?
1: Only one I've ever really <laughs> loved from cheddar, I would say, is uh, Ruffles. They have that cheddar sour cream that used to be, you know, hard the paint on when we were in the building. <laughs> right. You need a snack You're- at three o'clock. That was
0: yeah. go to, yeah. I uh, I don't miss that. I don't miss being in the building and needing a snack at three o'clock. And I agree. Uh, <laughs> and smelling like popcorn that somebody decides to pop that You know, the entire office starts smelling like it. The person uh,
1: decided they need to eat five cans of tuna at their desk. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: It's like why did why did you do that? Uh it's funny because like most people can eat anything you want at your desk. Yeah, but when you start bringing seafood into the mix. It 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 adds a stank that doesn't usually equate to like legitness. Very true. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what's up, so fly? Yeah, popcorn that somebody will put on a timer. Forget about it, and it burns. <laughs> so now you have burnt popcorn smell <laughs> all over the thing. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, the COVID the COVID thing. It I don't know what it's going to do. We obviously don't know how it's going to impact things. Uh, But, you know, we like to talk a little sports from from every now and again on the intro, which is that's where we are right now. And, uh, you know, I watch soccer, Chris. They call it football. Yeah. So the English Premier League, my team Tottenham had a game canceled uh, Mm. over the weekend because the opposing team had some COVID uh, people out due to COVID. So that was one of the first cancellations that affected a team I like. But they had they had already kind of started canceling games. When people had COVID, I know our sports in in the states they're kind of chugging along, yeah. You know, on and they're letting everybody in the stadiums. They're like, hey, "What's up? Let's do this football." Uh, so yeah, uh, and then of course you've seen the news. Everybody, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I'm kind of on, I'm kind of on Howard Stern agreement when it comes to a tennis player by the name of Novak Djokovic. Uh, he kind of. Caused a stir on not not really disclosing he didn't have his vaccination mm. and trying to play in a pretty big tennis open. So like it's weird because I feel like we lived this story before of COVID is impacting day to day things or COVID is impacting sports again. Mm. Just be safe out there, guys.
1: He was. Um, I don't know why he thought he was going to get in there because. For the longest time, Australia really locked down because they didn't get any COVID, right? Like they were, they locked down and they kind of kept it that way. But when it started finally breaking through there with Delta, like, you know, we've watched people like Alana Pierce on YouTube. And I know she had gone home to Australia and she detailed just like how crazy it was for her, someone who was vaccinated from just going from one province to another, like trying to get out of the country to come home to us and uh knowing that was the case I was like, yeah there's no way right now they're gonna let anyone who is uh from not from Australia come into their country unless they are vaccinated and you know yeah that's, that's uh, the way that is and
0: th- well, then like you said he, he took it to like a court and he was trying to fight it but they they kicked him out mm-hmm. and I listened to Howard's turn today and he said, you know where he woke up this morning in Serbia. Uh, he was not in Australia, so, uh, yeah, that's, it's crazy that we live in a world like that. Yeah. Uh, did you catch any playoff, uh, American football? This was a, they called it the super wild card weekend, Chris.
1: Yeah, really. The only good games were the first one with, um, the Raiders and, uh, the Bengals. Yeah. The Bengals. That was, that was pretty good. Came down to the wire and then, uh, well, it's always good to watch, (laughs) The Cowboys get some hope and then fail to get back <clears> on that hope.
0: I don't know if you guys know this. If you've listened to this show for a while, you know Chris is a uh, he's a rock solid Washington football team fan. I guess uh,
1: potentially Washington Commander fan, right?
0: Uh, yeah. That's that's kind that's of a rumor. It's kind of it's rumored that they may be the Washington Commanders. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. It's not my team, but yeah. So anytime like the Cowboys or Eagles don't do good. Mm-hmm. Chris is just fine with trying to. I'm fine <laughs> with it. And as trying. it just as it just so happened, I'm a Niners fan. I grew up being a fan. I had a starter bomber jacket, you know. Yeah. And it's weird. You're I'm in Georgia, and I'm I'm loving the Niners because of Montana Rice, uh, Roger Craig, Ronnie Lott, You know. And then it gets older to where it's Steve Young, Ricky Waters, Jerry Rice. Mm-hmm. You know. It's 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 awesome. Uh, they had some down years, and you know they went to the Super Bowl under Kaepernick, Kaepernick and Harbaugh. And then they they kind of have turned the page. They're a different team now. And and they're getting healthy kind of at the right time. So I started hearing the rumors. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys should be worried. The Cowboys, you know. I thought that.
1: I mean. You did too? At the beginning of this year, they were picked heavily to be like a, you know, because everyone forgets last year they sucked. But it wasn't so much their fault that they sucked. They sucked primarily just because Jimmy G and uh, Nick Bosa got hurt in preseason you know and like yep. you take one of their best defensive players like they had a lot of injuries last year so this year it was like oh you get all that talent back if jimmy g can just stay upright you know they they have a shot and sure enough you know they they had some he got hurt and they kind of struggled for a little bit but once he got back yeah you know kyle Shanahan, he's just yeah, like his he, dad He man. used to be
0: called the boy wonder but he's kind of old now so yeah. i don't know if they're gonna how long that's going to stay on. But so I, we, we both know a common friend, mm-hmm. huge Dallas fan. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of, I didn't do it and I still would never, ever do it to be, you know, Hey, Cowboys lost or they might lose. But I thought about him when the game was on, cause I'm Niners, he's Cowboys. So I text him, we're texting a little bit. And finally I go, "Uh, so what do you think? He goes, the Cowboys are going to cowboy this up. He used a few explicit, exp- uh, explicit words in there. But it's like they found a way, because if you watched that game or saw the highlight at the end of it, yeah. it was some drama, and they cowboyed
1: it up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel bad for them at all in that final play.
0: <laughs> no, and, and and yeah, they had no leg to stand on. The referee, no. what happened, so the quarterback slides, and they go to try to just spot the ball. If you bring like soccer into it, soccer players, if there's a penalty, they can spot the ball. Ref whistles, you can go. The ref doesn't have to touch the ball. In American football? an official has to spot the ball before you can call hike, you know? Yeah. And they didn't do that and time ran off because they didn't have any timeouts and they didn't get a first down. So it is what it is. But, yeah, it's going to be cool to see. A lot of folks think this next weekend of American football, the divisional rounds, it's the best football week of the year because you you get two days of double football games, whereas, like, the AFC and NFC championship rounds a week later, it's just two games. Sure. You know? So, uh, but it's fun. It's, it's the, the NFL is, it's fun to, to watch. I kind of wish I was more, I kind of wish I had a team more in my face locally. Mm. I'll never be a Falcons fan. No, I just can't. Uh, that's not, a, I don't mean to be ugly. It's just, you know, you know, if it's your team, if it's not, um, it is what it is, but yeah. But speaking of things we watch, Chris, have you got any new shows you can recommend to folks? Because you turned me on the station eleven and it's it's top notch. So
1: yeah. What else you got over there? Uh let's see. I think the most <clears throat> obvious out that came out this past week. And I I have to say, you know, when they announced this back after the movie, I was kind of like, huh. You know, I wasn't highly anticipating, but it was just something in the back of my mind. But uh man, what about Peacemaker? I'm so glad you said that. I mean, ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, if you have HBO Max, yes,
0: and you, uh, you like the DC side of things, and you liked, I'm gonna say, even if you didn't like the Suicide Squad,
1: eh,
0: uh, maybe uh, not, yeah. No, but if you found the Peacemaker character to be at least a highlight from that, this hmm. show is, I think it's the best. Spinoff, if you want to call it that, of a non-major sure. superhero
1: show ever. Yeah, that I, I think is accurate, and I think when I when I looked at and watching, I was like, oh, maybe DC is finally starting to figure it out, and like they're doing things that Marvel necessarily at this point can't do. Where it's like, here's a show that is true to the character and the tone of what that character is. Doesn't take itself too seriously. Isn't really, you know, overwhelmingly concerned about setting up some big, you know, large narrative for, um, for, you know, the DCU going forward. But it's just a really fun time, uh, and feels accurate, Yeah, you know, for what it should be Sean's having a conversation he did not expect to have right now, by the way. Uh, but you know, the fact that, like, for instance, the fact that uh, in Psycho uh, Retros in the chat says the simply that's it's rated an R show, you know. And I have to agree. Like, the one of the reasons this works is, like, for those who are unfamiliar, this is a lot closer to the boys than, say, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. This is raunchy. Oh, right. It, it does not care, but is hilarious because of that. Uh And I yeah. mean. Even like when you start to understand what they're fighting against in this season, because you've only seen parts of the first episode, right, Johnny? Said, yeah, yeah, I think I'm done with the first
0: episode. Yeah. yeah,
1: like when you actually get that little reveal of what this is, you're just like, okay, we are really going <laughs> far out there. Oh, go for it, man. This is interesting, but it
0: works on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my bad about the interruption. Tinley mm-hmm. wanted to know when she was getting some new Robux. Mm-hmm. for the Roblox game. I, I messed me. up and called them Roblox. <laughs> and and her friends it. made fun of me. Uh, shout out to the guys uh, and girls and whoever uh, that that run Roblox.com or whatever it is I had to go to. She, could, she got locked out of her account. And I'm sure if we have some parents that listen that have kids that play this game, maybe you've had this happen. Uh, they were top notch on their customer support. They couldn't help me ultimately because we didn't, we didn't have an email tied to her account so they couldn't verify that i wasn't some hacker trying to steal it yeah uh but they were very very good on the on the feedback
1: again with you so trust me they will uh <laughs> do what they can they will move mountains Sean, if uh if it means you're going to give them money you you, know? you might not be wrong and i
0: kind of <laughs> i kind of i kind of think so too but yeah i think i think we'd leave it there with peacemaker i say that's that's the show that if the 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 intro to the show
1: yeah
0: uh acid just said in in our twitch chat was was beast mode
1: yes Mm. that's the tone it's good to go (laughs) james gunn has come out and said if he had it his way people would never be able to skip that intro credit like i'm not going to right just when those arms start going up and he starts walking forward i was like like, what is this 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 is great i mean there's so many little things I, i mean his pet without spoiling it is going to win your heart within the first five minutes of it showing up on the show. And I'll let you discover what it is and, and you can go find out. Yeah. Because just trust me, I would say this, like I've been, we've been trying to get our friend Mike D who his biggest show I think is, uh, of the moment of his, of this time period of his life is Cobra Kai. And I don't really watch Cobra Kai because Karate Kid just yeah. does not interest me. But like, Which as soon as I hate you, but I yeah, can't, yeah, fine. Uh, but as soon as I saw the show, I thought of him, and I was just like, I don't think you realize how much the show is up in your alley in terms of turn like tone and and comedy and what it's going for.
0: Uh, I, I don't mean to to upset anyone, but my our friend Mike, he said, uh, if John Cena ain't wrestling. Mm. I don't want to watch that crap. And a lot of people who know wrestling yeah. uh, would argue to the point that he probably or could be the argument could be made that he's a better actor than a wrestler, like from a te- technique perspective. Um, I what's think. up? Hey, and Nacho, thank you for lurking. That's our head boy who's reporting in just kind of he's doing the thing like you do at work yeah. Uh, where you kind of just send your boss a message. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm working on that thing. And then you go play like destiny for the next three hours. <laughs> uh but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, game on. Uh and if you are just lurking, what up? We appreciate you for tuning in on twitch.tv. Uh and anybody who comes and watches the replay later, thank you. Make sure you smash that follow button because it helps you uh know when we go live here and then and then of course over on Twitter. Do that too. Chris, are you good with this intro? you ready to go on to our topic. What do you want? You got anything else you
1: want to add? The one thing I did want to add, uh Station 11 wrapped up this week and yeah. Uh, I, I'll say it's not for everyone, you know, I I would tell people that, you know, but if you like the more artistic type of stuff, and if you want an apocalyptic show, that isn't maybe the most doom and gloom thing at every moment. Right. And always about zombies, because apparently that's what they're all about. (laughs) It's, it's a fun 10 episode ride. I think if you like, yeah, just good directing and storytelling. And, yeah there's a lot that
0: goes on there's some uh there's mm-hmm. some intensity but it's not necessarily like chris said zombie driven yeah uh it it, it really paints a vibe of this world that that got kind of and it kind of when you watch it you you kind of understand the especially the first episode and, mm-hmm. and it kind of does this thing where it goes back and forth but uh from a time perspective but you kind of feel like you feel it because we just we are in and we went through the initial pandemic of the covid news yeah and it it hits it hits home in a different way and the acting is superb the only problem I had in it um it's not a real problem at all yeah and and it, and and chris has got a smile on his face but yeah uh definitely we still definitely definitely say station eleven so both of those are h b o max um yeah i i i don't if you don't have a login i i'm sorry
1: <laughs> yeah, I know I've had a couple of users have said, yeah, they, they enjoyed it, you know, That's what's up. so I, I was glad. I was well, glad we hope that. you enjoyed the intro portion of this
0: uh, episode, which is episode 340. Uh, and we are going to go ahead and move on to our topic this week, because cause why not, right? Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the official start of Topic Time for episode 340. If you listen to that entire intro, that's what's up. You you uh, you know, when you ride or die with somebody, you rode and didn't die with us. You're still here. That's what's up. Uh, if you skipped to right now, that's fine. That's why we put the time stamp for you in the description. Welcome. We're all safe. Let's get settled in. Uh, I'm going to shut up now because what I do is I, I pivot. I look at Chris and I say, Chris, do the thing and he's going to do the thing.
1: Hmm. I was just reading the chat. I saw a thing I was That's watching. not the thing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> chat is active tonight. Yeah, uh, chat is hype, uh, right? I love it. Uh, that's it. The topic is the most anticipated games of 2022. Like for real this time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I teased the uh, Twitch chat uh, as we were getting ready to come to topic time, and I, I kind of gave him a hint that John, I don't, I don't think, quite understood the assignment. He turned in his homework, mm-hmm. um, but I think there's some repeat uh, mentions. Am I no. wrong? You are wrong. He triangle he- strategy wasn't on his. You're looking,
1: no, you're looking at what he had last week. He told me, like he, he said to me at work, like, oh, so, so this is, he doesn't have a new top. He he, he didn't have a blurb or anything, but he gave me his top three because, you know, it was short time. Like folks, like we found out like maybe about 40 minutes or so before, not even 40. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, But it is breaking news right now. In the world of uh, social media and Twitch, but apparently, I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you know of the streamer Ninja. You've heard of Ninja. You've seen his likeness at stores like Target and Walmart. He got money. Uh, I, almost, I almost bought a Ninja headband one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ninja may be suing another streamer, mm-hmm. very, very popular streamer by the name of Pokemane. What for? Um, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Uh, but it's it's breaking news in the Twitch chat right now, hmm. and and as we record this show, but yeah, as Chris mentioned last week, we did our most anticipated games for 2022, but they were more like under the radar or things that's not not necessarily so obvious, right? So you got some some VR stuff from me, you got some strategy games from John, and and Chris brought out some good ones as well. But this week, it's more of the these are the big boys, yeah. These are the games us everybody in the world. Possibly is anticipated for. So let's just see our perspective. Let's see how much we're lined up together and and talk about, you know, the game. So,
1: yeah, I guess with John's, we could just do like if it comes up on one of ours, we'll bring it in. And then what's left, we'll just uh, we'll highlight afterwards. That sound good. That sounds delicious to me. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: However you want to do it i'm yeah. cool with it uh who went first
1: know, it's, for the, it's, it's for the people did you go first last week or did i i
0: think john went
1: first well you know what i mean after we got past john
0: uh i don't i don't remember we recorded last week right
1: <laughs> this is how bad our memory is um yeah i can go first i think you went yeah, go first ahead last buddy. week go ahead it's fine yeah so my number three most anticipated title for this year is coming out in a couple of weeks. Oh, Elden Ring! Oh. It is coming, and man, oh man, I love a From Software game. I hate a From Software game, but I love a From Software game, and I have to say, this is the first one. I mean, Sekiro definitely peaked up for me, like in a way, just because it was like, oh, finally, we're not doing fantasy, right? Or some something that's very doom and gloom, right? we were doing feudal Japan and and all that crazy stuff, and that was really cool. But like this one got me because you know, obviously, I enjoy Dark Souls. But the thing is, is honestly, Dark Souls are like going back to Demon Souls. It's kind of been the same thing, right? Start out somewhere, you start going forward, you're just trying to get to a bonfire to bonfire, and you're unlocking kind of a a labyrinth of of alleyways to go through and figure out how to, uh, how to get through. Right. This though, of course, the biggest change is looking like it really is in more of an open world game, you know, and taking that element of what uh, a from software game is in terms of difficulty. And now just saying, by the way, you have a horse and you can go around and go anywhere and do whatever, and Die As You Please just seems so unique and so interesting. The fact that you have George R.R. R. Martin, uh, who contributed to the development of the game, and I guess it's the lore, uh, its style. Like, you know, I watched a couple of uh, playthroughs of people when they put the demo out back in November. Didn't try to watch too much, but just enough to get an idea of what was going on. I mean the idea of like having to go around and find like map pieces. So you kind of know what the zone looks like. The fact that there is a map in a, from software game, much welcome addition to this, um, you know, and I think the other part is, I think they do fancy elements to where usually you can make a great character, uh, how you please in this that I really enjoy. So, you know, I'm kind of hoping maybe this is a little bit of, Skyrim but like you're gonna cry Skyrim you know that's that's what I'm hoping for where I can go <laughs> Sky- out there quote that you're gonna sc- yeah. cry Skyrim yeah I want it <laughs> I, I'm my hope is is that it really feels like a world where I can go around explore lore kind of get lost in it and pick and choose when I go find the boss versus like what the Dark Soul games have been which is again just going down the path and Kind of building your character and figuring out when do I, you know, basically bank all this stuff, this XP that I'm building up, and how do I choose to improve my character and all that kind of stuff. Like, what what equipment do I put on them? Um, instead of that, like, I, it would be nice to know I could go do this game and maybe get lost for 10 hours or something like that, just more so exploring and not even go face the hard bosses yet. Uh, I don't know if that's the way it will turn out, but that's kind of what my hope is and why I've got it's got me so excited. Uh, I mean, that and, you know, I got a 3080 and new CPU, so I can't wait to put it to work because Sekiro ran like a champ on PC. I knew you'd bring up Sekiro, and they're doing it in chat
0: too, and then now we got to revisit Ogres mm-hmm. and how easy they are. They really are. I mean, I, I, I've, I don't know. Yeah, that's a solid number three. Yeah, um, we'll see if it makes it to my list.
1: I would be willing to venture. I think with the hardcore, it's probably the most anticipated game of the first half of the year, right? Like,
0: well, it's currently, I mean, if you do, if you do, if you're playing along with us at home, and you look at what's coming out or confirm with actual release dates that yeah. don't appear to be moved, there's not a lot on the back half. Uh so we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Uh my number 3 might surprise you uh Chris. It, it mm-hmm. may even be on my radar cuz I normally don't show a lot of hype for uh games like this, but knowing that this is going to be like and you mentioned Skyrim mm-hmm. before, if this game is like Skyrim in space, <laughs> I mean even a little bit, uh I'm very excited for Starfield. Uh yeah, me too. Chris like yeah me too I'm not gonna say much right now but of course you guys know about it the first time we saw it it was literally just the title Um, and Todd Howard was smug on it but it's been it's been worked on for what six years or something like that they said Chris that has been in development it's it's been a minute
1: yeah Um, I think so if I recall what you call Um, (sighs) Fallout uh, 76 was primarily developed by Bethesda Austin, their studio that they have in, in Austin. Right. And then when they got to like the, like the prime, you know, get it ready to ship. That's when Bethesda softworks got in and did it before that though, from, they did the early work from this or the concept of it, like as far back uh, to 2012. And then I think they entered their pre-production phase after they got out fallout 4 until 76 was ready for its final push. And then since launching that they've been working on this ever since, you yeah.
0: know? Yeah. And I like it. I mean, when Bethesda, you know, you got to give it to them when they come out with a new IP, it, it gets praise. Well, it's a lot of people, while. It, you know, it's been a while, but yeah they i'm excited it's got a cool release date uh it's still 11, 11 right that hasn't changed to my knowledge correct um correct of 2022 yeah, called their show. and i went and looked i went and looked and yeah todd howard himself said it's like uh skyrim in space and if mm-hmm. you don't know me personally you may not know this i'm a huge fan of space uh nasa planets you know all that stuff i love space and uh you know, one thing that turned me off from games that John has played, that like Dead Space, for example, I don't sure. want to be scared in space. That's a whole different thing. Uh, but if I can have an adventure, you know, and and go fly around on a ship and do fun stuff like that, uh, I'm totally down for that. Sean, uh, that,
1: that's called Mass Effect. Um, well,
0: and that's the thing you told me to play. You, but here's the thing: is and I don't know. I don't know really. I feel like Mass Effect is more. RP like conversation trees. Than, I was about like, to say. I thought Skyrim has ever. I was been. like,
1: is he is he about to say that RPG that that? It's like that's, no, but that's, you know, like I yeah. feel
0: like there's more like that stuff matters. I don't feel like it mattered as much in Skyrim, but I don't remember.
1: There's a little that. bit of it. It really mattered a lot in the last Fallout. Like Fallout, you could definitely tweak how you interacted with people and piss people off very quickly with what you say you know or you could just yeah. tell them to shut up and pull out your gun and and shoot them <laughs> Well the
0: the technically the first Bethesda game I ever played was Skyrim.
1: Hmm.
0: And I went into it head first and it became one of my most favorite games ever. Little did I know that as the years progressed it would come out on like every platform for everything and I I that just means it was good and so many people loved it. But yeah, Starfield is my number three, and and hopefully you guys are excited about it too. Um, let's let's do this. Let's mm-hmm. let's get this game out. Let's play it. And you you said you're gonna probably play your number three game on your PC. I'm probably mm-hmm. gonna opt to play this on my Series X. Not a bad pick.
1: We'll we'll see we'll see what's up from there. But yeah. Bill would tell you he doesn't care where you play. Games <laughs> should be care, played right? wherever. Right. Just not on PlayStation in this case. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, let's see. My number two, Sean, if I had my way, and I think they should do this, I would play the number two game on my PC, especially after what I've experienced these last four days. Um, But sadly... Sony is archaic, so I don't think I'll be getting this on PC for like three more years. Uh, but they say it's coming this year, so I'm I'm saying that it's gotta be there for me. And uh God of War Ragnarok is my number two most anticipated game. Um I didn't necessarily think that as much
0: until you it, recently. Until, played it. Yeah, until
1: I went back to it, and I was just like, God, this is. I forgot how good this was, like just the voice acting, the um, the music, right? Um, the upgrade trees and things like that. Uh, man, oh man, I cannot wait to see how this ends because just God of War was such a breath of fresh air. And now knowing that you're going to expand upon it like that, you know, You've got the events of how that first game ended, what it what left off with, with like people like Freya, right? Where we know where she was left at, where Atreus and, and Kratos were left at. Um and knowing in that post credit sequence who showed up and who we've now heard about in the trailers and such, and and knowing like for instance, you know, the first game, we didn't get to go to every realm and they've already gone out and said every realm within uh Norse mythology will be in this one so all nine realms will be available for you. It's just exciting. Um and then the fact that they're doing Ragnarok like the events of Ragnarok uh I I cannot wait. And you know, I know Sean, you've kind of been a little bit up and down on this one just because yeah, it, it does look a little bit like the last one, right? Like they build a great game. They're not going to yeah. build a completely new different game for this, but like, you know, the if there was one big complaint I could make about God of War was that, and obviously it was in part because of just the uh, limitations of the last generation, the world felt empty outside of enemies. Right? You would only, you really only inter- interacted with the two dwarves, uh, the occasional spirit you would run into. Of course, Mimir once you get him, uh, and then Freya, right? In a couple of the enemies that you would you fought in the game as far as big uh bosses and all that when they showed uh what i think was the dwarves realm um and you actually see people and society and you know civilization going about its lives and and what is this version of the world it just seems so unique and different and maybe has a potential of like new opportunities. to that they really didn't have a lot of in the first game. Um, So I'm excited to see what they could go on that. And regardless, anytime you tell me that I can pick up an ax, hurl it into a Draugr's head, and then call it back to my fist and slam it into another Draugr's face, you're doing the right thing in my book. You know, you're making the right moves in life. (laughs) It's all I've ever asked for, Sean. Um, But yeah, it's probably, Right now, you know, PlayStation 5 has kind of just become my exclusive console this generation, and it's not that it's a bad system. I think it's a great system, but there are two games this year that I could tell you without a doubt I will be firing up and spending a lot of time with, and God of War is is the one that of those two that really won me over. And I'm just praying it doesn't get delayed. And the only acceptable delay I will take is you're delaying it because you're planning to put down PC on day one.
0: Well, I'm going to surprise you. And yeah, if you listen to me, I've even hinted it on the show. And my friends in real life know that I was kind of, and I'm still kind of at a point where it's, I'm, I'm just like, if I'm honest, I'm not like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. I love God of War. I always have loved God of War. Mm -hmm. When the game comes out, I'm going to buy it. It is my number two most anticipated game. Okay. Um, There's just no, when you really think about putting your list together, it's like, yeah, I got it. I can't, I can't front. I can't be a, like, act like I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Like, a lot. And when I said about it, it was, I thought it was going to, I played the first game and someone in chat had mentioned, I think it was Acid. They would love to play it on PC, but you just platinum it on PlayStation. And and when you platinum and you play that game like you do, and we almost, I think you completed like a a platinum, and I was close to one that's so much playthrough of the game. I just wasn't ready to pick it back up. But time has been done. I mean, time has gone on. I have a PlayStation 5 now with an awesome haptic feedback controller. And and when they really and they they recently, if you'd missed this, they they've Sony's come out and reiterated it is coming out in 2022. Like they are standing behind that no matter what. Um and and I think, you know, maybe even you recently playing it again and me seeing it, uh, because I've I've just I finished it, closed that book, and it was what it was. But yeah, uh there's this like there's a in the words of Adele, there's a fire (laughs) deep inside my soul. Uh, and it burns for call of duty and, and Kratos and, and boy. So, uh,
1: so we'll see if you need, if if you need Sean, just to get that fire back in you, just go watch that wonderful scene of without spoiling it too much though. I mean, is like a three-year-old game now, uh, Kratos going back to his hat, his cabin. Oh no. And I think we could, I
0: don't think it's a spoiler. I don't, uh, yeah, the sequel's coming out. Well, you know, yeah. if we talk about Horizon, you no, know, Aloy didn't die. Uh, like, well, come on.
1: I would say a moment within it. Um, yeah, well, it, this is
0: a moment, okay. but it ties well, into the
1: title. It's Ragnarok. Well, and if you, I, I wasn't gonna, not that part when he goes back to the cabin, but um, you know, in in the first game, Kratos is on a journey with his son, and yeah. out of nowhere something happens that makes him go back to the cabin. And that is one of the, I mean, I love Red Dead and Red Dead is a great, I think it's a superior game overall. I've said that and I stand by it, but that moment (laughs) brought, you talking about a weapon. Yes. When, when you go back, (laughs) I I got to that last night in it and I was just like, "Mm." I was like, uh, there was never a moment in the original trilogy that got me like that. Right. I enjoyed the original trilogy for the most part, but yeah. That was just some powerful stuff, you know.
0: Yeah, because it it if we did but the thing is, if we had not had mm. what those meant in the original games, we wouldn't have understood that moment. Right. So it was and perfect by the studio to do that and, and you not start out with yes. iconic things. And you you kind of go into the game and you go, Where am I? What is this? Why is 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 this like my Kratos? Yeah. Like there's a there's a kid. Like, what is going on? And the journey that comes out and you find all this out and yeah there are moments like that and then uh, if you stay around after you beat the game there's something that happens that sets up what you know is going to be the sequel and you're like oh oh my god so now you're telling me Kratos is going to possibly fight and you know go back to fighting an
1: iconic mythology name potentially Uh, it's going to be great after he kills Thor and takes his hammer yeah and he's I'm like alive. got
0: Thor's hammer.
1: Can you imagine? Right. Oh um, my God.
0: Yeah. And that, those are the kind of things that I need to be reminded of. Uh, and then as I as I thought this last week, and you know, it's it's been there. It's been there. I mean, it's not. It's not a fraud. It's it's legit. Um, yeah. I mean, I've I, I can you add, Can you say this? I have a Kratos Funko Pop, from like the first wave. Ooh. Yeah, not the ones that Best Buy had exclusive of or anything like that hey we missed it uh you know we like to do this in chat we're recording the podcast live but we do interject at times to let you guys know we are on live on twitch.tv because we mentioned chat but we had another first time chat from a viewer it was blurry 75 what's up um when you logged in i are pretty sure you hit the mute button you got you know you got straightened up and i think you can hear us now um uh, and you're getting a ps5 soon that's nice Yes, congrats. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, just in case you don't r- realize, they are gigantic. The PS5s—they're gonna take up your entire entertainment center. Um, you literally could eat dinner off of one; it's so big. Uh, but yeah, have fun with it, and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. All right, we're we're up to our number ones now. And to backtrack, Darfield was three for me, and God of War: Ragnarok
1: was two for me. Chris, you're three and two. Oh, you mean what was your three? Oh, my number three was uh, Eln Ring and then God of War Ragnarok. Ragnarok, that's right. Um, uh, Until until Joseph Ferris tells us he's got a new game for us. And then that will always be our number one most anticipated for me and Sean. Because I'll either have to kill Sean or we'll have to kill an elephant. Joseph Ferris really wants us to kill things. It but, does, but together. <laughs> um, I guess we could. Well, I don't know. Well, let's see what our number your number one is. Um, uh, it's gonna surprise the the listeners. Uh, do you want me to go ahead and do my number one? Well, I thought it was on me. I was kind of I was thinking about like, do I go ahead and say John's stream too? But I was like, well, I guess it's possible that your number one might be john's number three or two right so i was like no we'll just wait and then uh, no i don't have no there's nothing on john's list i want to play this year (laughs) oh okay Uh, (laughs) well okay so then if i'm looking at the right i gotta be looking at the right one i don't think you are unless he sent something here but um john i don't know go ahead you just just do john's Do do john's let's do this john's number three is horizon forbidden west I think we can all agree that is and I would say this if we if we had been doing how we used to do like where we did five right that would have been my number four and honestly until I played God of War this weekend that was probably my number three and Elden Ring was my number two until I got reminded very very quickly I was there but um I can't wait to play that game man I I don't know when I'm gonna play it because it's. There's a lot of things coming out in that little period. I don't even know when John's going to play it because he's going to be, you know, our 200 in of dying light too. So it will only be halfway done.
0: Well, here's where <laughs> I throw a curveball and I tell you mm-hmm. the same thing fits for me. Mm-hmm. If we were doing a top five mm-hmm. horizon, forbidden West would have probably been number
1: four. Mm. I can guarantee <laughs> you his number two would not be in yours. Um, he, he simply said to me, Whatever Assassin's Creed is doing, <laughs>
0: this, is,
1: <laughs> this is number two. Uh, are they are they planning to
0: do anything in twenty twenty two?
1: I don't know if they hard hardcore, h- hardcore like confirmed. Are I know there's been the talk of whatever it is next for Assassin's Creed. It seems like it's going to games as a service, right? Because they talked about that. What was it like? Assassin's Creed Infinity or something like that? It was called, I believe, where you'll have just like kind of the platform of Assassin's Creed and they're gonna release different stories and things like that where you just go in and play different time periods, right? So in theory they could be like, oh yeah, this season of Infinity if you want to get it is a samurai game, right? So go out there, maybe you're in fuel Japan doing your thing, and then maybe, you know, a couple of years later, oh now we're gonna take on the, you know, uh the American Civil War or whatever, right? They can go yeah. wherever they want, do whatever they want, have fun with it. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that's for sure coming this year, but no, I, I the affinity, everybody's saying it still looks like it's 2022, but
0: it's not, mm-hmm. it's not like inked. So you're right on
1: that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I, I never will doubt though that if there is something that has Assassin's Creed out that John is going to yeah, play. The only
0: thing you can get right now I think that's confirmed is the Ezio collection coming to Nintendo Switch mm. soon. That's about the only concrete thing I think we have. Uh yeah. So, um yeah.
1: and John's number one. Which, this isn't confirmed uh, with a date yet, but I think most of us are expecting it this year. And this probably would have been my number five, um, If again. Uh, his number one for this year is Breath of the Wild 2, which should, again, be too big of a surprise. But do we
0: know that it's coming out this year? That's the
1: thing. I thought like they had sure. said that it was coming. Maybe, maybe they didn't. I, I remember they showed uh, off a trailer. But um, here's the thing. I know that. So we've done this before.
0: Well, we, And th- and this is this is completely fine in the realm of our most anticipated. Um, it's going to they don't have it set. They're saying 2022. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, that scares me because
1: yeah. it could
0: easily be first half 2023. Um, a lot of folks don't know it's not concrete. But if it comes out, if it was confirmed, it's coming out in this year. Mm. Everything I said, it would be my number one. Yeah, but I, it, I'd left it off my list and it'd be number five because I would put it as a, a caveat with an asterisk. A, it might, if it comes out, yes, but if not,
1: we'll I, see. I don't see why it couldn't come out this year just because what Breath of the Wild was 2016, 2017, right? So they've been working on it for a while. It should be due. Um, you know, yeah, but I, I just
0: like having a, a date to work yeah. with.
1: Yeah. That's true.
0: That way, that way. If you say if you say May twenty twenty two, even if it development pushes it back, you can say okay, maybe it still squeezes into twenty twenty two. When you leave it as the open window, you don't yeah. you don't have anything to work with. So yeah, like I said,
1: I, I definitely don't one. think it's coming until the very earliest fall twenty twenty two. Because um, I just don't see them releasing that in the summer. <laughs> yeah, but that that game is legit, uh, and to yeah. see
0: where they take that story. Yeah, that'll be nice. So that's not a that's not a bad that's such a John list. Not a it's got Assassin's Creed and Zelda in it. Not a not a crazy list.
1: As um, long as uh, Nintendo doesn't go the square Enix route and make the sequel to the popular probably the most popular title in its entry about a J pop band, um, <laughs> like Final Fantasy X did. I will
0: tell you guys this. So you know for Christmas, Santa brought me uh a a Switch OLED. Mm-hmm. And yeah and you've heard John Gush about how the OLED screen looks and that he's only played games now in handheld mode where he originally did not do that. Mm-hmm. I forgot that the dock not about the ethernet port and the new the new uh back where that pops off way easier and stuff like that. I forgot that it had a white aesthetic to it. Yeah. So with the I forgot the dock did and I went on our trip recently and my plan was uh, to bring a monitor because because the the wife and the kid they're gonna watch stuff on TV and I don't want to be that guy if I'm gonna game you know so I brought the Switch because for compatibility and uh, and then I never had taken the dock out of the box because I don't take docks out of boxes get it and then but I never hooked it up to the monitor because there was a whole other thing it didn't have HDMI but I went ooh that thing is nice I'm sure like it looks I can't wait I'm gonna be redoing some stuff over here and I can't wait to have it shown off. I may put a picture um, out there, but we'll see. But yeah. So now we, we got John's number one and it's solid. Um, It's our turn.
1: Yeah. this is what we do. I guess it's my turn, right? Yeah. Sean already said my number one and everyone knew it was my number one. (laughs) Phil (laughs) knew knew it was was. my number one. Todd Howard knew it was my number one. Uh, And yeah, Starfield. I mean, Forever, everyone has been saying, okay, you've done, you know, post apocalyptic, uh, you know, RPG. You've done fantasy RPG. You need to do space RPG, right? We want Skyrim in space. Uh, And luckily for (laughs) us, the, uh, the Todd father obliged and he said, you shall have Starfield. And I can't wait. I I mean, like that trailer they showed last year literally showed us nothing, nothing but nothing,
0: dude. It was so cool about my my true top three is that any moment I see something else and get level seven, yeah, it could interchange. Like Star, I can't explain how excited I am for Starfield, and it was my number three.
1: Yeah, I can't, (laughs) I cannot wait, uh, to just get lost in not just a world for once, but a potential universe and and begin to even grasp what this is the, you know, and I don't even think the main story is something that I'm even concerned with, with this game, which just speaks to what I think of Bethesda and their, their storytelling. I'm more interested to see, you know, I've seen what they've done with things like, um, dark brotherhood, right. Um, and, and thieves guilds and all that. I'm like, well, Now you have all the space that you can do these kind of unique groups and maybe make it races in uh, different cultures all together, right? And how do you, the human that's going out to the stars, explore that, interact with it? I don't know what they're going to do with it. I just can't wait. I I just love the idea that there's going to be a little robot that waves to me and I'm going to lift up them arms to my uh, ship and who knows where I'll be able to go um but yeah the the moment they said 1111 11, i was like well i know what day of pto i will be taking in 2022 and that's because <laughs> i plan 11, to 11, yeah. live in that universe for as long as todd howard will let me live in it i can't wait to play uh and i'm sure at e3 the big thing that will probably win me over the most will be the gameplay reveal right because that's usually what they do that the game comes out in november and usually e3 you get a nice presentation of todd howard showing you what the heck his game actually kind of is but i can not wait uh (laughs) my number
0: one i don't i don't know why it's my number one Mm -hmm. uh but I know at the same time why it's my number one. And if you listen to this show, or if you know me, I've already told you that uh, Horizon's not, and God of War's not, and there's a big boy out there, and it's already been talked about on this show. And I am, uh, I don't know why, I can't wait to play Elden Ring. Really, I there's something about knowing that uh, George R. R. Martin. Uh, had his touch on it and the challenge and the fantasy look, the, the gameplay footage that they showed with the dragon. I know it's got dark souls elements and I know it could be hard. And there's no easy so, mode.
1: So we had the same three games. We just flipped one and three. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's never happened. Right. Uh, But yes,
0: he, Chris said everything he could about Elden ring. And, hmm. um, <laughs> knowing that the 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 guy who's mine from Game of Thrones has touched the you know the the game development and the lore it's a new i p they didn't make a Dark Souls Dark Souls four they wanted something fresh yeah uh and then there's this there's this stunning picture that I find a lot and it's of three adventurers kind of looking out into a misty land that looks very fantasy. And this always does it for me. If they have like a mage with a mage-looking wizard hat, along with like the knight, and you know it, the rogue, I'm a nerd, and it, yeah, it does something to me. Um Now, granted, we'll we'll play this game, and you'll you'll probably beat it, and who knows if John does. I'm probably gonna get stuck on something and hate it.
1: Oh, I think uh, I kind of want to do like a live stream because I want to see the point where your face dies. Like, your hope and your right. your love just dies live on screen. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, like, no cap, like, for real.
0: I'll look, I have Sekiro as a physical copy, right? Mm-hmm. I was somewhat relieved when I got a Series S, and I couldn't play it, and I wasn't going to download it. And I'd be like, hey, at least I don't got it. Because I would look at this game, and if I do it right now, on the right day, I'll get hyped up. And I'm like, you know what? Today's the day today's the day it's gonna happen and then i look at the game and i go oh god and then i start remembering the game <laughs> you quickly realize just, that you, i'm like you're do like I wanna, what i do uh, it, but i feel like Elden ring is gonna have a more like a, a correct me if i'm wrong i just feel like it's gonna have a more not a difficulty but mm. a more exploration type vibe to it as well. You're going to yeah. run across. Kind of
1: what I said, like m- that's a little bit my hope is like, you know, I think it would be bad if they got away from their bosses and as far as like how they work and what people love about them. Um, mm. But that's the interesting thing. Like the idea that you could maybe go get lost and sure, I guess randomly you could run into a mini boss or, or anything like that at any moment. Because you yeah. just don't know what's where uh, as you explore it. But like, yeah, that I could go, well, there's a big thing I see over there, right? Let's just ignore that for now and enjoy going around the world for a little while and, and seeing what it has to offer. Like, that's the unique thing with this game that you've just doesn't matter if you're playing Sekiro Bloodborne or Dark Souls. They've never had that before. You can't right. just go through and explore and have fun on a horse in those games.
0: You can't. No. And, and you remember the old school Lord of the Rings games that came out with the movies? Uh, those were some of the funnest games of my life. I played the you-know-what out of those games. Uh, they were like on what, PS2, I guess? Uh, they were so fun. They were challenging, but I loved it. And if if Elden Rings, and I know this is a whole different type, it's Game of Thrones versus Lord of the Rings. Sure. Blah, blah, I, but it's that fantasy fun Hard, but I can explore if I want. Type thing. Um I can't wait. And it's people are saying it's a surprise. And if you listen to it, it was a surprise, I, 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 it just hit me that I'm super excited about this game.
1: Uh, and there well, is. Well, you know what the rule is. Everything that's your number one most anticipated. Sean, we've established <laughs> this: one, you have to wait forever to play it, and two, <laughs> you have to beat it. So you have to beat Elden Ring. Right. Right, and they're pointing <laughs> out now that episode three forty five or
0: whatever, uh, it's gonna be lit because I probably will be on like boss two if I'm lucky, boss three if I'm in the zone. Mm. Um, so who knows? Shout out to Draven who just joined us on Twitch chat. Um, what's up? But did, we have another first timer. Chris? He's from Australia. Australia, what's up? How He's you from doing? the future. Thank you so much. Uh, you mentioned now this sucks. You mentioned you'd be at work normal normally, but this is uh. You said, luckily, you got COVID. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Uh, but, you know, thoughts and prayers to you as well. Hope you get better. Um, and I'm, I hope you get to kind of enjoy your time off and, and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely sorry about it. The asset said it well. We don't want it to hit you hard. At least you got to do some things like catch the stuff. Yeah, Draven saying he just got over COVID. It's everywhere. I tell you, it is what it is. But this yeah, is, there's our the moment. last week. We did just to recap our top three of you. You may not heard of these or these aren't dominating the headlines, but they're going to come out in 2022. We gave you three apiece. This yeah. week is the ones you've seen in the headlines. And these are our, our order and, and how we our thoughts and why we want to play them. And and let us know how you feel about games coming out in 2022. Is there anything you're super stoked about mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, is coming out? you know, that you can't wait to get your hands on is not having a system preventing you from playing your game. Ooh, that would be really bad, right? Yeah. Luckily, I got everything now. I got no excuse. You really don't. I got all the things. I got no excuse. That Xbox, that Xbox just (laughs)
1: looks so good. It really does. Let's be honest.
0: It really does. Well,
1: actually, now you have to. Now, Sean, you must get the Elite Series Controller too, so that you uh, Yeah, I got to be legit, you know, right? Yeah. You have to be um, full Team X facts Let's <laughs> let's take a moment to acknowledge
0: a question asked in uh in our Twitch chat by user Jay Dalton. Uh guys, is there a new Simpsons arcade game coming out? Mods ban Jay
1: Dalton for that yeah, question. Yeah, mods go ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh that's pretty awesome. Uh Yeah, we're going to be excited for the Turtles game that comes out over Sim- Turtles versus Simpsons. Turtles win every time. Sorry. That's just how it Ooh. bees. That's just how it bees. I said what I said. Oof. Mm. Uh, That's what's up. Chris, uh, do you think we gave them enough meat on that topic stick?
1: Yeah, especially because we're about to really go into some meat. here. Oh, yeah. And we're going to go hard the paint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Speaking uh, of
0: Turtles, guess what you're doing? I don't know. What does speaking to turtles it
1: make you think of immediately? Eating
0: pizza. No? Eating okay. pizza
1: or, well, a turtle's head goes in and out of its shell. and
0: Oh, oh, take oh, it. Oh, drop it. I called oh. it. I called it. Oh,
1: that's
0: what's up. I thought we called that sky, prairie dog. <laughs> well, I would say prairie dog, and I
1: wouldn't say yeah. turtle head. in it. Do right. people
0: say turtle head in it?
1: I don't know, but we can make it a thing. It's a thing. It's it's new, the same new, new concept. Design. I'm losing my step in
0: my old man, in my old man age. Uh, all right, uh, squatty potty. That's they're so funny, Chris. We need to get to the, the news yeah. quick because
1: it's, it's it's happening. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly games chat presents the news. News. No- 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 no-
0: Welcome to this week's news, uh, and we're going to start off with a holy mother of a piece of news. We woke this up this morning, and we
1: were like, it's a Tuesday after MLK. There won't be anything that big. Um, we, we
0: have a, a, a channel in my in my Discord that we all go to in the morning. It's called Cozy Coffee Time, right? And we're drinking coffee. Uh, Chris would probably drinks like Pepsi's, and other folks drink other things, but coffee's the theme. And I'm chilling. I'm kind of the only one there.
1: Well, Sean, on IGN, that, what? that's actually when I drink my uh, morning Miller Light to get over from the night <laughs> right. before. You know, right? Oh, yeah, is my boss yeah. watching? Oh no, no, we're fine, <laughs> we're fine. And I'm 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 on IGN, and they're like, "This is
0: awkward. You don't want us to collect cookies, and you got to shut up." And then I scroll down to breaking news that yeah. says this: Xbox.
1: Xbox. I thought I was
0: first. <laughs> no, I'm first. I'm first. I've said it seven times. You said Mm. me, then you. Me, then you. Yes. You said you, then me. Me, then you. If I said it wrong, it's me, then you. That's the way it's lined up. So my bad on that. If you want to read it, we can make it you, then me. It's easy. It's just two of us.
1: Phil sends me the check. (laughs) You were going to talk about the discontinued of the thing. That's not what Phil wants me to talk about. (laughs) That's bad news about Phil. All right. Do you want to switch it? I do. All right. You then me, then. Yay. (laughs) All right, here we go. (laughs) Xbox has announced a deal to buy a little company known as Activision Blizzard. The acquisition will cost Microsoft approximately 600 or I'm sorry, 68.7 billion. That's with a B. Uh, The deal was announced via the Xbox Wire and will mean the company will now own the properties of. Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Diablo, StarCraft, Candy Crush, (laughs) everything. Uh, Phil Spencer has announced that Activision Blizzard would report to him after the deal is closed. Spencer confirmed that Activision Blizzard would continue to run as an independent company until the the deal is complete, which is uh, in a separate email. Bobby Kodak confirmed the company expects the deal to close sometime in Microsoft's physical 2023 year that ends on June 30th, 2023. Bobby Kodak will also retain his position in the company, at least until the deal is finalized. There were a couple of other announcements in this. I'll highlight um, that some came later in this one. Phil is now apparently no longer just the president of Xbox gaming. He is the CEO of what they're calling Microsoft gaming. Um, so he will be at the very top and he he is now the chief. So to speak, he's the master chief of all Microsoft gaming. Uh, and there were some more details I saw right before the show. It seems to be all but confirmed that yes, Bobby Kotick is going to be staying on as the head of Activision until the deal is completed. At that time, it is expected. He will be departing the company and moving on.
0: Yeah, uh, since you're talking about old Mr. Kodak, we we you and I initially at least thought that's this entire deal probably happens because of what's been happening with Activision Blizzard. Uh and it probably is set up to where it is to get Kodak out. And it probably was set up to where Kodak's going to get money, and he's going to make sure his friends and investors get money Mm -hmm. before they exit. And, you know, it is what it is. Oddly enough, uh, in a totally weird way, we were tipped off by this. Our friend Mike, (laughs) who's playing World of Warcraft with us, uh, first off, he's got to be the dumbest computer mmorpg player ever he cannot play with a mouse and keyboard it's hilarious um he played final fantasy with a controller and then a couple of nights ago maybe even last night he drops the nugget uh uh, hold up i gotta fix my controller and we're Hmm. playing world of warcraft and i go what so apparently he went out and found a controller something and then as he tells me this he goes oh yeah they're talking about xbox coming to I'm sorry, WoW coming to console soon. And I go, shut up. They've always talked about that. Mm -hmm. Well, he drops a link that that's in some source code somewhere. I leave it alone. I think nothing of it. And then this story drops. This story could hint that a title such as World of Warcraft, like you mentioned, becomes exclusive to Game Pass. And you could, in theory, play it in a way on your Xbox or something. I don't know. This is a big, big move.
1: Yeah. Um kind of like yeah, I I think this deal is happening right now. I I I would say I think it could have happened regardless a little bit further down the line if we didn't have what was going on with Activision Blizzard over the last year, but I think it happened right now specifically because of that because it's like Bobby Kotick knows he probably needs to go which therefore just sped up him probably doing something that was going to happen anyways. Because at the same time, Bobby Kotick, the guy might be a terrible guy, but he understands how to make money for his shareholders. And I think he was reading the writing that was very clear on the wall, which is this gravy train that they've had because of Call of Duty and WoW that were consistently pushing their profit margins higher every single year where, you know, making the shareholders so happy. If you've been looking at the stuff they've reported here, especially like last year where they had this drop off of call of duty sales, right. And all that kind of stuff. It's likely slowing down. You know, it's not to say it won't be profitable and it won't still be a cash cow because it is, you know, Uh, but if you're Bobby Kotick and you know that you're a lot of people want you to, to leave the company so that, you can move on. Well, this makes a lot of sense to you because you're gonna get, as we said, you're gonna get your golden parachute, as they call it. He's gonna get millions of dollars. This is the way it is. Terrible people get kicked out of companies. They get, they get, you know, they get paid a lot. You know, it's not the first time, won't be the last time. And two, you know, you understand that by doing something like this, selling to Microsoft, you're giving it to a company that his friends should be taken care of as far as shareholders and that, you know, the properties will be in good hands, right? Where it won't be someone kind of like similar to where PlayStation is at right now, where it's a little bit up and down, right? Where we had Jack Trenton way back and then Sean Layden. everyone always just thought everything was always going to be perfect at Sony as far as like how the overhead and and the corporate suite of, uh, Sony games was working. And then Jim Ryan came in and I think it's been a little bit like, uh, oh, this guy's a little bit more of a corporate guy above all else. Right. He's, he's more of that cut of jib, nothing wrong. I don't know if he, you know, I'm sure he's a fine guy, but he's not like kind of like how we had last week where Sean Lane's willing to go to bat for something like days gone. I don't think he's that kind of CEO, right? He's going to go, yeah. does not make money? No. Okay. Get out of here. I think that's where he's at. Obviously at some point, Phil's going to move on and maybe the next person who comes in at Microsoft, you, maybe we get one good person And the further we get away from Phil, it gets a little bit more corporate. And then that will be the period we talk about where Xbox needs to get an identity back that gets uh, gamers in love again. But for now, if you're going to trust all these big properties over to someone, why not go to someone like Phil where all of a sudden now Warcraft, Call of Duty, Diablo, they don't have to be games where you're concerned how mil- how many million do they ship? It's just making a game that's really popular that a lot of people want to play and then figuring out a way to get it into their hands. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and if you, if you saw this trend, man, I mean, Xbox has been making
0: power moves. they, it started off tiny when they picked up, uh, you know, they were announcing these big sign-ons to Xbox, like like Double Fine, and you're yeah. like, oh, cool. And then, and then we announced, you know, they bought Bethesda,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you're like, that's a big one, huh?
1: Yeah,
0: they just bought freaking Activision Blizzard. That's a big one, and, and there was a, I, it's not in our news blur, but we read it. In comparison, when the uh, self the the mobile game. Mm -hmm. deal happened it was like 1.2 or 12.7 billion it was yeah this dwarfs that in money yeah and that was a
1: big purchase it was zynga yes zynga got bought and i mean yeah like here you look like why are they spending so much i mean the fun part about this is for phil is like oh i get this nice mobile division in king that he doesn't really have to be too hard on because that's the that's the part that earns the money in this deal the most is things like Candy Crush and and all their little games that they have out there that like 150 million people are playing per month, you know, just nonstop. Yeah. Like, you know, the the weird part is like World of Warcraft, which is a huge IP is one of the smaller things in this which is crazy to think about. It's
0: crazy. You know, I've I've heard jokes from now. Wow. is going to get a new expansion every year from a different developer, kind of like how call of duty (laughs) games are released, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, You know, and and then I'm not a big fan and I don't think it'll ever go to free to play, but I hope it stays pay to play. I just feel like those MMOs are better. Mm. Uh, But I I think from a, a user standpoint, right. I think, a big deal like this, they don't, one somebody mentioned it in our Twitch chat earlier. They don't get announced until they're like legit, and even though it says it's not going to be final till 2023, these things have been in the works for a long time.
1: Yes, uh,
0: and it maybe it's forced a little bit as far as being expedient now because of what's going on at Blizzard Activision. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe not. Maybe, again, it's just weird timing. Who knows? But I think from a user standpoint, we're going to still have our same things that we see. We're still going to see, like, if you play World of Warcraft, you're still going to see the same login screens and stuff. Mm. Um, you're going to still have your 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 Battle Pass, or what is it called? Battle.net. You're yeah. still going to have that. Um, I don't think they're going to start, they, they may inter- integrate more things into, like, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, that will and probably happen do, afterwards. Yeah, after, and you'll see icons and stuff there and ways to play it. But who knows how they decide to play it? But you brought up a good point, and and I think it's great. You said it would be dumb of them, like, mm-hmm. say, Call of Duty. Everybody assumes, oh, now you can only get Call of Duty on Xbox. Well, wouldn't that be kind of dumb?
1: Yeah, and they're not. Uh, you, you know? I don't think. With Call of Duty, for one, they're not going to pull Warzone off of PS5. There's just no reason to do it. You know, it, it's one of the most played games on PS5 is a cash cow for them. And they've already shown this before, right? They didn't pull Minecraft off everywhere, and that ended up being one of the smartest moves they ever did. You know, yeah. it, it's made too much money for them. I think with Call of Duty, the question is going to be, you know, they've already done with Halo the idea of multiplayer is something that's free to play. And the question to me is, do they move Call of Duty more into a games a service and say, okay, we've got the Warzone team that does Battle Royale for us. Maybe we have one Call of Duty team that's doing modern warfare and then another one that works on zombies. And those are three separate services within the Call of Duty universe that kind of, you know, gives everyone what it seems like they want the most. And then maybe you get the freedom to take a great studio like Infinity Ward or Treyarch and say, what do you want to make? Do you want to make another call of duty game? Do you have some other type of shooter you want to make, you know, and let them kind of go be a traditional studio, which is something they, these studios just have not had in a long time it's been about you know just making call of duty making sure it feels like call of duty and that's it or you know maybe that's what they do they're just they're the call of duty studios and yeah maybe they take those our studios and make them support other things throughout their stables uh and you know and that's where they go from i don't know yeah and like
0: i've I've heard i read i was reading stuff all day people are like well maybe blizzard start actually making good stuff again yeah uh, You know, and then I told you the jokes about us getting a wow every cycle, like no. Call of Duty. They're going to figure it out and it's going to be a thing that we, it's going to be like, we don't really, there's nothing we can do about it at this point. It's, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I, that's a lead in for me to say, I do have some reservation on it. And I brought this up to you. It's kind of like you, you don't, we don't want a monopoly. Yeah. We don't want one company to own everything. I think yeah, we'll get a lot of stuff out of the one company, but competition breeds greatness. And I believe yeah. that wholeheartedly, not just within yourself or your organization. uh, But like, you know, you see what Team B is doing and mm-hmm. Team C and D and and vice versa. So hopefully it would blow my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, But at this point, would I even be shocked if the next thing we saw Xbox acquires... PlayStation Studios. <laughs> I don't think no. I mean, I know of, nothing like that. But you know, somebody joked they're going to buy Nintendo next. No, Nintendo's no. fine too.
1: Yeah, they have a whole different business model. Yeah. Um, with all the stuff I've seen on that, you know, for one, some of them did bring up the point today. It's like Microsoft is still even with this. Their gaming port. Like, if you take away the rest of Microsoft, right? You're just looking at like how big they are as a game company. They're still smaller then Tencent as far as all the things they own and what I believe all the things Sony owns because Sony owns a lot of mobile games uh and and such too that like thing like smaller things like that we don't think about but it makes them it's there yeah it's on somebody's you know budget report I mean to me this is yeah there's good and bad to this because you see this coming where it's like they're kind of maybe quietly becoming well not quietly (laughs) they're slowly becoming i guess the equivalent would be disney right where first disney gets marvel and then disney goes and gets star wars and then the next thing you know 20th century fox is selling everything to disney you know um and all of a sudden you look around you're like wow they have a lot of ip a lot of stuff like that but at the same time i don't think there's really a big major threat of this deal not going through. Um, Just in the vein of like, how are you going to say that Microsoft has a monopoly on the system? Right. When you look over and you go, they're not selling the most of any of the consoles out there. And there are all these other studios out there that make tons of games that make tons of money. I mean, like, Epic's not going to hurt from this at all, are they? No, they're going to be just fine in the Fortnite world. Same with Nintendo, same with Sony, you know, they're all very profitable companies that make tons and tons of money, you know? So just saying that, oh, it's somehow bad that Xbox spent 68 billion when you're like looking at other mergers that go in the realm of like hundreds of billions of dollars. In yeah, if you we, if you
0: yeah. think about in, in my lifetime, there's been two big like mergers, and I saw chat, and I was going to bring this up anyway. Where someone probably from the Senate is going to look into it for monopoly and things like issues like that. And the two biggest ones that I remember recent was when Sprint and T-Mobile merged, and I mm-hmm. believe it was T-Mobile who bought Sprint. Right? They it went to courts, and everybody checked it out, made sure it was good to go. Years before that, it was when. Uh, Serious bought XM. Yeah. Uh That was a pretty big thing here. It's pretty, I, you know, it's those things happen when big companies buy other big companies, they want to, they're going to check it out, make sure it's legit. It's going to go through all the legalities that it needs to go through. Uh And it, it will be, it's it, but it, it, it's the biggest news ever. And just a few days ago, this is a tease for an upcoming. Uh, Phil was talking about something completely different, you know, uh, and that'll be one, I believe Chris reads, but yeah, that just shows how mm. quick when they decide to really, and I think this and again, shout out to chat. They they were on our, our thought. I think the announcement of the deal was more of a, this is a PR move. The deal's yeah. been going, it's going to happen. You can, now's the
1: time to let you know about you it. You know how much you could tell they were preparing for this today when they announced, like Phil was going to CEO status of Microsoft gaming. One of the first things they did Because, you know, obviously right now, Activision Blizzard for the past year has just been this toxic entity within gaming news, right? It's like... when's the last time we've had a positive story maybe until today (laughs) yeah that you can remember i can't remember any of them outside of us doing like mpd and going like yeah call of duty vanguard was the top selling game that's probably about the closest we've gotten to it lately yeah Um, the best
0: news for for activision blizzard was something like battlefield sucked this year or something yeah
1: and they're like at least call of duty was all right right but um the big thing I saw today when they announced Phil, they put out a picture of their leadership, what the leadership of Microsoft gaming was. And they did that specifically, I think to kind of be like, we are not Activision Blizzard. We are Microsoft. And it showed they have a very diverse uh, head. It's like, you know, it's like 14 people serve on their corporate suite, I guess, of what will be Microsoft gaming. Half of them are women. Half of them are men. Uh, there's people of color that make up a good portion of those, right? So there there was, you know, they want to, you know, obviously they're going to be working now over the next year for all those uh, Activision Blizzard employees who are like, you know, currently on strike because of things going on with that or have had all these demands of corporate leadership since the story broke last year. They're trying to put the all branches out already and be like, right, Look, give us a shot you know, we promise we know what we want our studios to be like. Once you get into our family, we're going to make sure that you feel like this is a place you want to be at, you know? So we'll we'll see.
0: Well, something that's not going to be in the Xbox family. (laughs) (laughs) The Xbox one has been discontinued. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: Microsoft quietly discontinued manufacturing all Xbox one consoles at the end of 2020. Yeah, it's 2022, guys. Mm-hmm. The company stated that the console has been discontinued to, quote, focus on production of Xbox Series X and S. We stop production for all Xbox One cos- consoles by the end of 2020. This comes following the news that Sony has increased production of PS4 consoles. In fact, Phil Spencer has stated that Xbox Series X and S have outpaced previous systems as far as sales. According to Spencer... At this point, we've sold more of this generation of Xboxes, which is Xbox Series X and S, than we had any previous version of Xboxes. This has many analysts speculating that the sales of Xbox Series X and S are keeping up with the sales of PS5.
1: Yeah, I think the estimate I saw from analysts who follow them very closely, uh, they said they think it's between 12 and 15 million units is what they've done. And I mean... I don't know why this was like that shocking, right? Like maybe they would have hung around and kept the console going if you didn't have this huge shortage. But like, as you got into 2020 and you realized graphics, uh, process card processors are a problem right now. You know, you have to make a decision of what you want to do. And obviously they knew the greatest demand was going to be for their new consoles, not the old ones. So, you get rid of one because that frees up more resource to get more of the other. And it seems to have worked, right? If you're talking about, they've sold 12 to 15 million units, um, in the shortage market, like what would be, be saying if there are a bunch of Xbox one sitting on shelves right now, because no one cares about it. And you're over there going, Oh, they've only been able to produce 8 million units right or 9 million units there were people would be right <laughs> people would be up in arms and they would rightly be criticizing them for the fact of you know when you look over and you go but sony's been able to do this why can't you do this yeah that's a good pivot to speaking of sony right chris uh sean there are rumors i know and i'm not talking about fleetwood mac rumors i know? was gonna make another adele reference and i held back oh Head of Xbox Phil Spencer has responded to the rumor that PlayStation is working on a service comparable to Game Pass, saying, quote, as you know, so many of these things actually intertwine with themselves from backwards compatibility in terms of the way of building out a library of games that we have shipping on PC and console simultaneously. Knowing that Game Pass is going to come and we want to bring Game Pass to multiple platforms, all these decision- decisions kind of stack on top of themselves. I don't mean it to sound like we've got it all figured out, but I think the right answer is allowing your customers to play the games they want to play, where they want to play them and giving them the choice about how they build their library and being transparent with them about what our plans are in terms of our PC initiatives and our cross-gen initiatives and other things. So when I hear others doing things like game pass or coming to PC it makes sense to me because I think that's the right answer.
0: Uh, I mean, we that's we probably won't have much to say here. Yeah. Other than the fact of, I, one, I believe PlayStation has a service that's as good as Game Pass or we'll see. Xbox Live, for that matter. Yeah. Um, when when they, you know, Xbox Gold or whatever, whatever you want to call it, Xbox always seems to have really good things. And if PlayStation gets a Game Pass type thing... That'll be cool. I just want to see how PlayStation does it.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> even if it's like, sure, they might not be willing to go to the point yet where they're like, yeah, God of war Ragnarok game, you know, day, day one, one PlayStation now or whatever they're going to call it. But even just like the idea of, you know, Hey, you, if you're part of the the service, we'll give you a discount on it. If you want to just buy it. And two, 90 days or whatever it is, maybe six months after it comes out, it's going to be on here guaranteed. So for those who are more concerned about the dollars they're spending, they know, okay, yeah, I don't get to play it day one, but if I just wait, then I know six months from now I'll get it. But I think he's right as far as the other parts, which is in, in Sony seems to be, I, I get it. I, I think PC was a little bit more of a foreign concept to them. They seem to be coming around on this, and and I don't know what game it is. And I, I wish, like I said said earlier here today, I really hope it's God of War Ragnarok. But I do think in the next couple of years, right, like maybe like when the Wolverine game comes out or Spider Man two, they're going to just be like, why would we not put it out on PC on day one? We know people are going to buy our box. That's not a threat anymore. You know, we could be making X number more dollars if we put this out on PC. And sure, Steam might get thirty percent of that. Fine, that's still say we we're getting we were getting zero yeah. percent of the hundred percent. Exactly. Now we're going to get seventy.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's that's a good way to look at it. We'll we'll see how they do it. But like I said, I've been a PlayStation guy a long time, and their services compared to other folks' ways of doing things have always been a little yeah they'll promote it like it's legit. It's just a little not
1: not, the same. yeah,
0: yeah. uh news on the cuphead show ooh, what's up? Netflix has announced that the cuphead show will launch next month. That's in February. The twelve episode season will be available from February eighteenth of twenty twenty two Each episode will run you about twelve minutes and follow the adventures of the impulsive cuphead and his cautious brother Mugman. You can also look forward to the much anticipated DLC which is titled The Delicious Last Course this year. It appears that 2022 will be the year of Cuphead, Chris. Yeah.
1: I I'm, I'm okay with watch. that. Yeah. Speaking of hard games. <laughs> I guess uh we can watch this right before we go into the hell week of uh of of this first quarter right when it's Horizon and um <laughs> What is it? Horizon and and Elden Ring back to back. So I can't wait. I'm sure it will be, at the very least, very well drawn and animated.
0: Well, yeah, it better be. They got a standard. Uh, More news on PlayStation, Chris.
1: Yeah. You know, Cuphead Show finally showed up, Sean. But did you know that PS3 games are showing up on the store? It kind of makes sense now if they're planning on doing a thing, right? Several PS3 games have been reportedly spotted on the PS5 store. This has caused further speculation that the PS5 could be getting more backwards compatibility. For example, the PS3 game Dead or Alive 5, briefly listed at a price of $7.99, where it previously routed gamers to PlayStation Now. This comes following a recent patent filed by Sony representing a new technology for backwards compatibility. That, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do backwards or you're gonna do this, I, I think it's important. You know, and Microsoft has shown this. Like people, yeah. You know, while the majority of them won't all be playing this, people do like having those older games on there, and and maybe it was a little bit. Ahead of its time when PlayStation was attempting it with PS3, right? Like bring all your PS2 discs over. And a lot of people were like, no, I'm good because you, you trading games, their physical device. Right. But in the modern age now, like it, it's kind of like where I'm on steam and I watch a new season of Witcher and I'm going, why is Chris downloading Witcher three again to his, to his PC because he just watched Witcher and he'd like to spend a couple of hours in that world. And with Sony, you know, you think about just being able to go back and play, for instance, the original God of War games, uh, all the Uncharted games, um, you know, the Crash Bandicoot games, whatever you want, you know, Jax. Take your pick. There, there are tons of them for you to go play. So I'm glad that it seems like they figured this out. Cause I is- just...
0: I still and I don't I don't know what this means about me. Mm-hmm. Um I uh as technology and games get better, it's very rare that I go back and want to play an older game.
1: Yeah. Like
0: at all. Yeah, you play and it, that, World that stopped of Warcraft. after the like
1: the sixteen bit sprite mm-hmm. stuff. It doesn't hold
0: up. True.
1: But it yet looks weird. You're playing World of Warcraft, which is a game that and, was released. And I, I
0: they they do a thing and they're gonna everybody's gonna say they don't. They put like a, a, a paintbrush over it. Make it they make the old stuff look pretty. Or maybe I got a really good computer that makes it look good. Um I just love its aesthetic and that, that is, you know, that's there's my eye. That's what I want to see, and I like that. But then I'm gonna say older games. Yeah, I, I know I'm being kind of a hypocrite. I get it, but I'm not gonna go play Goldeneye. We brought that up a few weeks ago. That game looks like trash now. That is true. It didn't look like trash, and your memory of it, of it doesn't match up with what it really looks like now. That
1: is true. So maybe there their their library will burn bright after these games are added, Sean.
0: Well, you know, dying light burns bright. and You could say that about a candle, for example, whose light is dying, and it's super bright. Uh, if 500 playable hours is just not enough for you, there's good news. Techland announced via Twitter that the game will be receiving five years of content. So this is going to be your game, ladies and gentlemen. Quote, want to know what will happen after the premiere? We guarantee to expand the world of Dying Light 2, stay human for at least five years post-launch with new stories, locations, in-games events, events. And all the fun stuff you love. Although much of this sounds exhausting to some, we here at Weekly Game Chat can assure you that Acid Sugar
1: and John are both here for it. That's true. There you go. I like to think fun stuff you love means NFTs you can buy. <laughs> <laughs> you and this, Chris is talking so much about NFTs. I swear. Um, I'm hip to what the kids, you know, I I go to the metaverse. I go to the metaverses and I and I buy the NFTs. What? You go to the meta? You over yeah. there hanging out with old suck Yeah. Well, no, I'm in the Roblox, man. Yeah. That's that's where the real kids are at. Yeah. The hip True, ones. I got to go buy a robux card, remember? And I,
0: when I pick up my pizza.
1: <laughs> that's Exactly, good. Draven. I agree with it, that statement,
0: Draven. NFT equals this. Yes. Fill in the blanks. There you go. Speaking of fill in the blanks, did you get your wordle today? I did. We did. We talked about it. Are any of you listening? Did you get wordle yet? Did you get your word today? I want to know. I love the game. Shout out to Josh for getting me hooked on it. There were some obscure
1: letters at the end.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Punkhead says, us, WGC, could make an NFT richer. Remember the one we talked about?
1: I should do one of like Richard's. The the sackless. Well, every tip of the Richard would just be one of our heads. Right. It's the the sackless Richard with our heads on it. So a three-headed sackless Richard. So we'll have that. That'll be the base. Then we just have to start adding various LED flashing combinations for every individual one.
0: And then we'll be billionaires. Then, dude, set. Right. I'm down.
1: Uh, We need to get on schedule for that. Uh, speaking of schedule, schedules. Valve has indicated that the Steam Deck is on track to ship on time in February. In addition, Valve is sending out more developer kits to studios to help them test their games. Quote, first and foremost, we're on track to ship the Steam Deck on time. Global pandemic supply issues and shipping issues notwithstanding. It looks like we'll be able to start getting these out the door by the end of February. It's also important that we give developers the ability to test our games in order to get the nice green verified check. So we've been sending developer kits out in quantity. We've been approving another wave of dev kits and hundreds have been shipped out in the last month. So that's good. This just in Microsoft bought Valve. Right. <laughs> that would be god that would be like a 500 billion dollar purchase, I think. Of course, I'm kidding, but yeah. Like, can you
0: imagine? Yeah, they got their stuff together, and uh, I think Steam Deck's going to be successful because they're, they're putting effort into making it be successful. Is that, that is crazy cr- to
1: think? It seems to be... I mean, every time I go on to Valve, I always see the Steam Deck somewhere in the top 10, right, of things that are being purchased by Steam users, so...
0: Who knows? The, and the I, more people
1: play with it and see that it works well and it's not something that i'm like dying to have right right but i i get it like if you're a person that you're like man i i would go nintendo but really i play everything on steam that's where i play my indies the idea of if you've got to go ride the subway every day and knowing you can just get this device and have all those games right there you know uh, it makes sense to me but we'll see.
0: Uh, when did uh Microsoft slash Xbox buy Bethesda? It was last year, right? Officially yeah. last year, yeah. Officially the year yeah. before, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was question was asked. So in case you, the listener, were thinking about that, uh, there you go. But yeah, I'm like Chris. I don't care about the Steam Deck. Uh, but do I? Is it because I'm? I don't know to care about the Steam Deck, hmm. or is it never gonna get my money?
1: I don't know. We got a Yeah. Uh,
0: there's been some nominations from the dice. Uh, and Ratchet and Clank leads those nominations. Don't I have the to acad- say something? Huh? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, okay. My bad. I may have got a little ahead of myself. But beforehand, I had mentioned there was a follow up to a wrestling news game. And that's become like a shtick. Um, I don't
1: even know where that is.
0: Yeah, the chat's been hot.
1: Yeah. So yeah, Um, do that.
0: My bad. Let's pivot. Let Sean back it up. If I was on the ones and twos, you'd hear the old reverse. Right. Right.
1: Finally,
0: this week. (laughs) Finally, this week, we have nominations in. The Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences has revealed the nominations for its 25th annual DICE Awards. And Ratchet & Clank leads with nine nominations. Nine! Nine. Deathloop follows closely with eight nominations, while Inscription and It Takes Two earned six. All four of the previous mentioned titles is nominated for Game of the Year, as well as House Marks Returnal. That means five of the Game of the Year contenders are PlayStation exclusives. There you go.
1: Yeah. PlayStation.
0: The awards will take place on February 24th, and I've never been, so I don't know if it's truly beautiful, Las Vegas.
1: Yeah. I kind of, I mean, like, this is always interesting. I I consider, like, DICE more the Academy Awards, right? Yeah. that, And this kind of shocked me a little bit. Like, Mean mainly just because I was like, "How did Forza Horizon Five not get nominated for anything?" It blows my mind. Like I don't, cause th- I, I guess there's just a, sti- a stigmatism against racing games. Whether it's fair, a stigma, or yeah, oh yeah, stigma. Yeah, stigmatism is what people get in their eye. That's true. I don't have that. <laughs> oh my goodness! There you go. I have not had a beer. Yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, I, I just. I kind of like look at it. And I'm like, no offense to something like Returnal. I'm like, really? That over something like Forza? Ugh. I don't know. But at the same time, I guess Microsoft doesn't care because they're like, well, if Deathloop somehow wins, then we own that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the news. Is Coming it? to a, a screeching stop. Well, Sean, <laughs> if that's it for the news, Should we wrap things up? Um,
0: So here's what I say now, right? I say never because it feels too good. And when John is
1: healthy, he says, I guess.
0: Electronic mail from the future.
1: All the way from the year 3000 <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I think though what John really says though is just to be safe. So I don't know why I said what I said. You but- say
0: what you say because you're not really John. Um right. but yeah, if you're if you're out there getting some strange, we all know to wrap it up. And and on Twitter. Top. I'm sorry, on uh Twitch. If you were here, you'd see Acid tell you guys that too. Uh, we do have some emails, and if you want to be part of this part of the show where we actually go to all of our stuff like emails and other things, and we hear from you, you can do that by writing into weeklygameschat at gmail.com. We've got two we're going to read this week. Uh, you're getting a hefty show this week, ladies and gentlemen. Oof. Uh, but let's see here. Do you, which one do you want to get, Jawan's or Devin?
1: I guess I'll go with Jawan. All right. Uh, Sup, boys sup uh what up you, you kind of hinted at how to pronounce my name it's actually pronounced jawan as in jawan howard remember jawan howard i do remember jawan howard right fab uh, five yo <laughs> the basketball player not to be confused with the movie jawana man wow i try not to remember the movie jawana man <laughs> now i'm thinking about it thanks a lot jawan right? Also, on another note, the games I'm kind of looking forward to the most if they come out this year are as follows. Atomic Heart, which does look cool. Stalker 2, which we should have noted, that got delayed to December. New yeah, year. he's saying April. I don't know if he know it got delayed yeah, to December. Yeah. Um, and there's a game that, after seeing the gameplay, uh, I'm, I'm more hyped for than even God of War. And it's a small development team from China. And the game is Black Myth Wukong. I am also hyped for this game. I cannot wait. What? The, what that's is like, Black Myth Wukong? That was that one that had the demo just came out one morning that looked beautiful. And it was like a monkey, like kind of warrior game, like where he's going around doing Kung Fu. And I'm stuff. in. Yeah. Dude, you said monkey, warrior, Kung Fu. I'm in. Right. Shut it down. Yeah. Look, it looked cool. I don't know if that's going to be this year, though, because I think it might be an Unreal 5 game. So we'll see. Nerd. Right. I wish developers slash publishers would spread their games out a bit more. Too many games coming out in February, March. No kidding. They're pretty girthy and that's what you (laughs) said in content. And I'm afraid that may overshadow some good ones. Even Nintendo announced that the new Kirby for March uh, is now coming. Also, are any of you guys interested or picking up the steam deck? Hey, we just answered that. Well, your email is, I mean, it couldn't have been more
0: on topic. You are literally talking about the topic and then some news. So that what's up. We are not
1: John steam came Decks. in. I feel like John came into the email inbox and was like, well, they asking in there. Let me make sure I get that in the news. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good job on last week's show. And I just started following you guys on Twitch now with the hopes that I'll be able to watch you when I'm off work and such. And also I've been recommending your podcast to coworkers at work that liked a game and listening to such things. Uh wishing you guys nothing but growth this year on your show. No pun intended there. We're always growers. Uh yeah. signing off now. Definitely not showers. Uh what happened? Signing off now says Jawanna Man. Joanna Man, what's up?
0: Thank you for the email. Uh from the bottom of my heart, and I'm sure Chris is in, in Sick John's. Uh thank you for spreading the love to co-workers and all that stuff. It that means the most to us. And we will welcome all the growth uh for sure and you officially are Juwan man so i'm kidding Juwan a good good email you always have good ones thank you so much uh so i'll read uh let's see Devin hey I hope you guys are having a great start to the new year enjoying the show as always the music special was great it was the first one i've heard and looking forward to the next so good work to Chris on that yeah he's always that's always top notch i love it I know the topics of late.
1: Huh? I said, why did my Richard suddenly start growing?
0: Well, I don't know. You can't stand up right now. You're on camera. I know the topics of late have been about anticipated games, and I thought I would give my own two cents. Uh, Hopefully, I'll be done with Death Stranding sometime soon before the new games start releasing. I've been slowly working my way through it these past weeks, waited until the PS5 release of the game to try it out, and I've been enjoying it. I still haven't played that, but Chris, Chris said once you get past that initial part, it gets better. So that's cool. Yes. It's funny. I'm a mailman in real life, and so after delivering packages during my day, job, I come home and deliver more in the sci-fi apocalypse of Death Stranding. Hmm. Must be something wrong with me. Possibly, but I'm cool with that. Anyway, I would have to say to the next game I'm looking forward to playing is Elden Ring. A pretty obvious choice, but it sure is to be, it it is sure to be a good one. Hopefully I can actually get around to finishing it, though, as I've had a bad habit of getting very far into the Souls games and then for some reason just losing interest before the end. Oh, no. Oh, no. After that, a game called Elex 2 is on my list for March Uh, from Piranha Bytes, the creators of the Gothic series way back in the day. That was a Tuesday. Gothic is one of my favorites, and the Elex series is a return to form from the devs. I've always enjoyed the feel of more old school games, mechanics, so hopefully it will satisfy. Hopefully it will. Uh, then after that, I suppose Stalker 2 is third on my list. That's the second time someone's brought that up, Chris. Did we miss something about Stalker? It's supposed to be released in the fall, and I have high hopes for it. Uh, so we'll see. All right, well, that's all I have on the subject. Game on, guys. Sent from an Android's Android. Appreciate the email, and be safe out there delivering the mails in both virtual in real worlds, all right? Once yeah. again, if you want to send an email, weeklygameschat at gmail.com. What you got, Chris?
1: You know, the chat is upset because I hit the uh, wrong button and I muted us instead of switching the the header for the live stream. And you know what? Because of Nacho, everyone here, you will have to listen to the episode to just understand what you just missed. Oh, my report.
0: God. <laughs> oh, my God. We should God. do that
1: every week to these Okay.
0: Keck, W Monkus, <laughs> all the things. Uh, but it, what what I just said as I read two emails, and they're they're great. Um, if you want to email us weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Uh mm-hmm. let's go take a look under the emails of our Discord and let's see what's going on over there, Chris. Okay. Uh
1: you have to do that.
0: <laughs> oh. Uh, I'll read it. And it's from, uh, it just got sent. It just happened. I cannot elaborate more yet, but your boy got some really hype news about 10 minutes ago. This is from Acid Sugar, ladies and gentlemen. I've never been more hype in my life. I'm sending all my positive vibes out there. Whatever the news is, it's the best news ever. Good vibes for everybody. I am totally, I'm I'm so hyped for your good news. Mm. Um, And there it is. So that'll happen if you put something in the email section uh, and we get to it when we're recording, we'll read it from Discord. That's what that's there for. And Acid Sugar is the one that makes sure that that is there for you guys. Yes. Good, good stuff. Good, good stuff. And uh, I don't have Twitter pulled up, but what I'm going to go to next is... Our Twitter feed. It freaked me out the other day as it's loading up. Chris logs in. (laughs) He hadn't apparently logged in on his new computer and I got alerts and I was freaking out. Uh, Let's see here. No new mentions. Let's check any DMs. Don't want to see anything there. So, yeah, this is a reminder if you want to follow us or DM us and all that stuff. Twitter.com. We are Weekly Games Chat, ladies and gentlemen. For sure. That simple. Uh, we have one new follow. Let's go ahead and follow back. This is uh, at Tony X Trotter, Christ follower, hip hopper. Ooh. Thank you so much for the follow. Following you back, um, and I gotta say, there's a couple. There's one that's standing out to me that's still pending for the follow back. That hurts. That hurts a lot. All Ginger. right,
1: Ginger made it on this onto the stream.
0: Ginger's on the street. What's happening in my house right now, right? <laughs> we're, still, we're still recording, so we
1: got just a few minutes.
0: Tinley's anticipating food and Robux. Should I uh, uh, press the button? Yeah, push the button. Push okay, the button. I pressed it. Be careful with her. Be careful. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 340. We hope you enjoyed it. We 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 hope you followed us, uh, if you haven't, on twitch.tv. Uh, if you want to send emails to the show, weeklygameschat at gmail.com, make sure to follow us at Twitter at weeklygameschat. And, of course, become uh, come home and, and hang out with us on our Discord. Uh, if, you doesn't have it, if you don't have anything else, Chris, I don't think you do. No. Uh, wherever you find us, please make sure to leave a like for us. Give us five stars, all that stuff. It helps people find the show. And shout out to those of you who spread the love for us. We really appreciate it. Chris, this is when I normally look at you and say, Game on, friend. Game on, Sean. Game on, John. Hope you feel better. Game on, John. I also hope that you feel better, my friend. Uh, And now he's giving me the signal. So, peace out, everybody. Your mom's box.